Smash Boom Besties, it's an exciting day because not only are we back with a whole new season of episodes, not only do we get to learn about tie-dye and friendship bracelets in today's epic showdown, but also, guess what? This is our official 100th episode. That's dozens of declarations of greatness, many, many micro rounds, so many sneak attacks, and a large amount of logical fallacies, all for you, debaterinos. If you'd like to create some art commemorating this momentous 100th episode, we'd love to see what you come up with. Maybe it's me debating a dinosaur. Maybe it's Taylor and Todd catching a logical fallacy in the wild. Or maybe it's all of us celebrating and eating the most delicious dessert in the world. Whatever you come up with, please send it to us at smashboom.org contact. Thank you for 100 episodes of fun, 100 episodes of learning, and most importantly, 100 sizzling smackdowns. Now, on with the show. From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate is a creative collection of craftiness. It's a colorful spread against a twisted thread. It's tie-dye versus friendship bracelets. In one corner, we've got Brains On producer Otteron Woldeslasi ready to paint a picture for Team Tie-Dye. Today, Tie-Dye, tomorrow, the world. And comedy writer Sam Suksiri is here to deftly defend Team Friendship Bracelets. We're going to lasso ourselves a win today. And here to judge it all is Elsa from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Elsa is a huge fan of murder mysteries, black and white movies, and all things sushi. She also recently competed in her own version of Smash Boom Best through a debate class at school. Hi, Elsa. Hi, Molly. So, Elsa, what was the topic of your Smash Boom Best school debate? It was vampires versus werewolves, and we were team vampires. And did you win? We did win. Excellent. Good work. Congratulations. Thank you. So if you only had to eat one sushi roll for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, it would definitely be a shrimp tempura roll. Those are my absolute favorites. Okay, I'm hungry now. Okay, have you ever made your own sushi? No, but my parents have, and it did not go very well. (laughs) They tried their best. Yeah, it's hard to make sushi. It is. That's one of those foods where it's like, go to a restaurant where they know what they're doing and enjoy. For sure. Today we're talking about tie-dye, friendship bracelets. Yes. Do you have any connections to either of those topics? Well, with tie-dye, I feel like tie-dye is a great thing that many generations have done. Totally. And I know for sure it's a very fun summer activity that I've done in the Mm -hmm. past. And then friendship bracelets have recently become very popular Mm -hmm. because of Taylor Swift and the whole fad with friendship bracelets. Um, And it's cool because you can make them for your friends, which is what I do, too. It's a nice thing to keep your hands busy. Yeah. They're both so wonderful. So do you have any advice for our debaters today? I would say break a leg and do your best. (laughs) Good advice. So will Elsa side with Otteron or Sam? Only time will tell. Elsa, are you ready to judge today's debate? 
I'm so excited. Wonderful. Before we dive in, let's review the rules of the game. Every debate consists of four rounds of argumentation, the declaration of greatness, the micro round, the sneak attack, and the final six. After each round, our judge Elsa will award points to the team that impresses her the most, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.com and vote for whichever team you think won. Otteron, Sam, and Elsa, are you ready? Absolutely. Then it's time for the... Declaration of Greatness. In this round, our debaters will present a well-crafted, immersive argument in favor of their sides. Then they'll each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. We flipped a coin, and Otteron, you're up first. Tell us what makes tie-dye to die for. To help with this debate, my pal Charlie in Sacramento promised to introduce me to a tie-dye pro. Yeah, dude, my man Dave has the best tie-dye. I was just headed to his place to get a shirt for the concert tonight. Come with me. While we track down Dave, let's talk tie-dye. Tie-dye, or resist dyeing, is a special way of coloring clothes where the clothes themselves resist dyes from reaching every piece of cloth. You do this by twisting, bending, or tying clothes and then soaking them in dye. The folds and twists keep the dye from reaching certain parts of the fabric, and the result is amazing patterns. Oh, hey, that person has some truly original tie-dye. Hey, lady, you have some nice tie-dye. Do you know my buddy Dave? Aw, thanks, dude. I made this myself. That's the genius of tie-dye. For less than five bucks, you can change any piece of clothing into something mesmerizing. Cool. My buddy Dave teach you to do that? Oh, sorry, dude. Dave's not here. I've been tie-dyeing here in Woodstock, New York since the late 60s when it was all the rage. I drove all the way to New York? Oh, man. Let's keep looking. It is absolutely wild that Charlie can drive so far without noticing. But what isn't surprising is how popular tie-dye is. It's a great way to give worn-out clothes a second life. Old gray dress? Now it's a rainbow swirl dress. Drab khakis? Now they're party pants. Shirt from a 5K you ran four years ago? Now it's a shirt from a 5K you ran four years ago, but also tie-dye. Oh, wait. So you're saying if I tie up all my shirts and dip them in color, they'll all come out with the same cool pattern as the one I want for the concert? Your clothes might have the same colors, but they won't look exactly the same. Because you can't completely replicate a twist, bend, or fold, every piece of tie-dye is unique. It physically denies conformity. That's why it's always original. You know who has some awesome tie-dye? That righteous dude over there. He's gotta know Dave. Yo, my man, I love your shirt. Thank you, darling. Isn't the tie-dye to die for? Everybody looks amazing in it. From modern celebrities like Selena Gomez, Jack Black, and Halsey, to classic rockers like Janis Joplin and the Grateful Dead. Cool. My buddy Dave make that for you? 
sorry, dude, Dave's not here. I got this shirt after seeing it on the runway at Paris Fashion Week. Au revoir. Now I'm in France. Oh, this seriously grills my cheese. Wow. Charlie's driving all over for some quality tie-dye. And that makes sense, because tie-dye is a global phenomenon. China, Japan, Nigeria, so many different countries and cultures have tie-dye. Many of those traditions are hundreds of years old. In Japan, designers place a grain of rice or small piece of metal in each knot of cloth and bind it tightly in thread to make a special design. In Nigeria, they use stones and large seeds to make intricate patterns. And in India, where the oldest form of tie-dye is used, they pluck the cloth into tiny peaks before applying dye. Bro, do you think Dave knows how to do all that? I don't know, man. Do you have any idea where he is? Uh, I don't know. Let's go to his house and ask him. You didn't try going to his house first? Hey, dude! Dave! I need a tie-dye shirt for the concert tonight. Here, try this. It's perfect. Wow, it is perfect. Dave knows dye. But also, that's part of tie-dye's appeal. Unlike some exclusive fashion items that are for a special click, like, say, friendship bracelets, tie-dye is for all. Kids wear it. Grannies wear it. Bears don't wear it, but I bet they wish they could. Tie-dye is a club anyone can be a part of. No questions asked. Am I right, Dave? Sorry, dude. Dave's not here. He left during your speech. You want to go to that concert, though? Absolutely. But this time, I'm driving. (laughs) Oh, man. An unintentionally globe-trotting journey. It was a fantastic time. (laughs) Incredible. Elsa, what stood out to you about Otteron's Declaration of Greatness? I really liked how he put in how different countries make tie-dye and what methods that they use. I thought that that was very interesting. Very cool indeed. Okay, Sam, it is time for your rebuttal. Tell us why tie-dye is a lie, guy. You've got 30 seconds and your time starts now. Look, tie-dye is colorful, but that whole argument is just soaked in problems. (laughs) For one thing, yes, while a lot of cultures around the world have very specific uses of tie-dye, like in Japan, in America, the spiral style, it's really you just throw it in there and you see what comes out. It's not intentional, which if you're making a gift for your friend, you want it to have the artist imprint. Mm. And another thing... Dave owes me a lot of money, and I'm upset you weren't able to track him down because I really thought we were finally going to get to the end of this. And then if I still have time, I just want to say, if you want to make a T-shirt for a concert that same day, it takes a long time with (laughs) tie-dye. First off, Sam, I kind of want to just like put yeah. this out there. Like, yeah, the spiral design is intentional. That's the work. It's and like you unlike friendship bracelets where you're just like, you know, pumping out a hundred a minute. The tie-dye. <laughs> Each one of those stitches. They're, like, they're, they is all look different, all right? They all they're all imp- they're all intricately designed. There's no such thing as two tie-dye pieces of clothing that look exactly the same. It's just impossible to do. You can't mm-hmm. replicate the spin, the folds, the bindings. It's just, un- you just can't do it. Whereas friendship bracelets, I mean, come on, right? You just, you take a, <laughs> you, you take yeah, some no, you, you can't, you can't replicate an accident, which is what tie-dye oh, is. Okay. Yeah. Serendipity. Yeah. Chance. <laughs> right? That's what Ooh. life is made of, sir. All right. 
Sam. Wow, this has gotten philosophical. It really it? has. Yeah. The embrace of chaos or or, or, or order. order. Well, <laughs> on the side of order, Sam, it is your turn. Tell us why friendship bracelets should win first place. For generations, there has been a piece of jewelry that gives the wearer tremendous powers. Three strands of cotton cord, yellow, blue, and red. Seven charms for besties who met in second grade. Nine beads of letters that spell out empowered. One band of many knots that by their hands was made. In the land of summer camp where the meatloaf's green, one bracelet for every friend, one bracelet they all share, one bracelet to tie and then forevermore they all wear. I can tell you that this legendary jewelry is not just a legend. The modern friendship bracelet caught on in the 1970s based on traditional knot techniques developed by the indigenous peoples of Central and South America. The only real requirement for a friendship bracelet is that you make it for someone else. Other than that, you can use almost any material, braid it in any style, customize it. If you have a friend who likes French bulldogs, you can make a bracelet that says, I heart Frenchies. Or if you have a friend who likes fried potatoes, you can make a bracelet that says, I heart Frenchie fries. They're easy to make. You can get started in a few minutes with just a couple pieces of string and a short YouTube tutorial. But if you want to get super fancy, there are lots of complex patterns too. And you can make them anywhere. Got a long car ride? Pass the time making a bracelet. Watching TV with your friends. You can be making one at the same time. And let's say you need to suddenly stop. Ah, come quick! They're giving out free pretzels at the library! And jetpack rides! Just toss it in your pocket and it's ready to be picked up again, anytime! There are no buckets of messy, spillable dye to worry about, like with some cumbersome crafts. Selena Gomez wears friendship bracelets, Simu Liu, even the Prince of England! And do you know who else? Taylor Swift. Hit it! What's that? Oh, we don't have clearance for any of Taylor's songs? Not even the non-Taylor's version of Taylor's songs? Oh, okay. How about we play some mariachi music? Taylor Swift's Eras Tour is not only packing stadiums, it's brought friendship bracelets center stage like never before. In her hit song, You're On Your Own Kid, Taylor sings, so make the friendship bracelets, take the moment and taste it. Fans took that line literally and wore dozens of handmade friendship bracelets to Taylor's concert to trade with fellow fans. It became such a frenzy that when Taylor Swift performed in Santa Clara, California, the stadium managers tried to ban the bracelets. But fans protested and the stadium quickly reversed the ban. And according to my sister's firsthand account, the concert was epic. That's right, my sister was there. And she's also here. Hi, Melissa. Hi. 
First of all, how was the Taylor Swift concert? Incredible. Life-changing everything I hoped it would be. Wow. And before Taylor Swift, I made friendship bracelets for all the people in my life. I put initials on each one. I tied them on my wrists and I wore them to the show to imbibe the Taylor magic. And I have one for you. You have one for me? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I haven't given it to you yet. I was supposed to surprise you because I don't know if you recall. When we were in high school, we were in a jazz band and we took a band <laughs> trip. And do you remember traveling in the bus from, from venue to venue? I don't know how this got started, but everyone started making friendship bracelets and passing them around. And you, of course, being the valedictorian homecoming princess, you actually made me a friendship bracelet. Oh! I wasn't even thinking you were going to make me one. Mm -hmm. I wasn't an easy brother to get along with. When you gave me that friendship bracelet, I felt included. Mm -hmm. so yeah. That was really nice. I still have that bracelet you made me. I kept it. What is that? 20 years? Wow. But I made you this one. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Melissa, for being my sister, my friend, and for the Taylor Swift-infused friendship bracelet. Be it new friends you met at a concert or old friends you grew up with, a friendship bracelet is a simple, personal, and fashionable way of remembering that we are all tied together with string and with love. Aww. A lovely argument there invoking sibling love and Taylor Swift. How delightful. Elsa, what stood out to you about Sam's argument? I really liked how you put in that Lots of people make friendship bracelets at summer camp, which is a very popular thing to do. And that Taylor Swift, too, mm -hmm. has popularized friendship bracelets a lot in the past year. Absolutely. Braider's gonna braid, 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 braid. <laughs> All right, Aron, it is time for your rebuttal. Tell us why friendship bracelets should be tossed in the trash. You've got 30 seconds and your time starts. Now, my main question for friendship bracelets are, do we need to mark the people in our lives to demonstrate friendship? Also, you said friendship bracelets can be made of anything. So you're saying there are friendship bracelets made of nose hair or snot <laughs> or dried earwax? Uh, by the way, like a friendship bracelet is a solution without a problem. When I have a friend I love, I, I don't burden them with wristwear made of nose hair. <laughs> I say kind things to them. I invite them to events. I show, I, I, I bake them cakes. Whereas you're saying, hey, here's a piece of jewelry that you're going to forget and you can't take a shower with. Now, there is a tradition of uh, giving locks of hair mm. to loved ones. Maybe not nose hair. I think it's more head hair. So, hold but on. Yeah, you're you take saying that there are hair people and you braid who are it. cutting off their hair and then they're giving them to other people and saying, hey, I'm a rational human being. Yeah. Take some of my hair. <laughs> you know, keep it on your person. All right, somehow, yeah. Aron has gotten us talking about hair exchanges. Me? <laughs> I'm this up. All right. Okay, Elsa, it is time to award some points. Okay. Please give one point to the Declaration of Greatness you liked best okay. and one point to the rebuttal that won you over. Okay. You get to decide what makes a winning argument. Did okay. one team's jokes make you giggle? Was another team's logic to die for? Award your points, but don't tell us who they're going to. Okay. Have you made your decision? Yes. Wonderful. Sam and Adron, how are you two feeling so far? Very good. Very feisty. I'm, <laughs> I'm hungry. I really want a shrimp roll. <laughs> yes! <laughs> well, grab your craft kits and tap into your creative vibes. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. 
You're listening to State of Debate, home to rage and rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. Hey there, debate duders. This is Taylor Lincoln, and I'm here with the flame to my candle, Todd Douglas. Hey there, hi there, ho there, friend till the end. I was just making myself a sandwich. Ooh, I do love a sandwich. Then I'll make one for you. And trust me, this one will go way better than that situation I heard about on my favorite sitcom, BFF O'Clock. OMG, I love that show. Me too. And this episode featured a big old logical fallacy, which makes an argument easy to defeat. Ooh. Here, let's take a listen. Oh, hey, Benny. Want a Sammy? Oh, Dot. When in our entire best friendship have I ever said no to a Sammy? Not once. Today, I'm going to make you one of my childhood specialties, the Pickleberry Surprise. Excuse me? Everyone knows about the Pickleberry Surprise. Uh, What? How? Everyone knows about them because they're infamous. Since when? Since they are very well known. Uh, But... They're super popular because they're very infamous. Now stop asking questions and eat already. Well, now I'm hungry. But did you notice what was wrong with Dot's argument? She just kept going round and round in circles. Exactly. She was using circular arguments. That's when an argument ends the same way it started, with no real evidence or reasoning to support the conclusion. Plus, it makes me dizzy. Here, Taylor, sit down and enjoy half of this pickleberry surprise sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that is... Not good. No, it's really not. See you next time on State of Debate. Smash. Smash Boom. You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Elsa. And we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Take a listen to this festive debate idea from Chapman. Hi, I'm Chapman from Chartreville, Quebec. And my debate idea is Halloween versus Easter. Ooh, how can you choose? We'll check back in at the end of this episode to see which side Chapman thinks should win. And now it's back to our debate, tie-dye versus friendship bracelets. That's right, and it's time for round two, the... Micro Round. For the Micro Round Challenge, each team has prepared a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. For Aron and Sam, the prompt was Top of the Hour, in which a local news anchor must fill us in on breaking news, politics, arts and culture, or maybe even a tear-jerking human interest story about your side. Aron went first last time, so Sam, you're up. Give us the newsy goss on friendship bracelets. Folks, it's an exciting afternoon here at Wrigley Fields. I am, of course, referring to the field here at Lake Shasta Summer Camp called Wrigley Field because of all the worms that wriggle around in the field. I'm starting to think my agent sent me to the wrong place. But oh well, I'm going to cover all the plays as these kids make friendship bracelets. First up is Kevin with a classic chevron pattern. There's the wind-up. He's winding the string around his finger. It's passing over, under, back around, and it's good! The knot is good! And over here in the outfield, I mean, over here out in the field, Renee is lining up her next pitch. I mean, stitch. She's using strips of an old tie-dye t-shirt to make her friendship bracelet. 
Apparently, she made the shirt earlier at camp and didn't like it. But fortunately, the t-shirt that was ruined by tie-dye can now be upcycled into a much, much better friendship bracelet. What's this? Cece just stepped out of the dugout path by the creek. She was out for the season after she got poison ivy and incredible! She made friendship bracelets while in the nurse's tent. She's giving one to Kevin, one to Renee, and in an incredible triple play, Renee and Kevin are now giving theirs to Cece. Folks, these three friends will always remember the summer they shared together and the major league announcer who probably went to the wrong Wrigley Field. Wow, friendship was never so exciting. Okay, Adron, now it's your turn to keep us informed on the latest tie-dye events and happenings. Good evening. This is the News at Night with Kurt Bite. We're starting this evening's broadcast with breaking news. A local dye factory has exploded, causing rivers of color to wash over downtown Coolsville's cobblestone streets, creating a sort of environmental tie-dye that citizens are adoring. Let's go now to reporter Kim Perkins for details. Thanks, Kurt. I'm on the scene where residents of Coolsville are absolutely adoring the funky colors of our newly dyed streets. Who knew a city could look so fab? Kim, were there any injuries in the explosion? None. However, it does look like the stylish explosion that rejuvenated our city also destroyed the plaid factory next door in what experts are calling a win-win. <laughs> we sure do hate plaid, Kim. Let's now pivot to sports with reporter Amanda Frolf. How are the big games this week, Amanda? I've got two words and one hyphen for you. I'm talking about tie-dye. Both the Brooklyn Nets and the entire NFL are sporting tie-dye uniforms. These funky fresh outfits are for a good cause. The NFL is using proceeds from their tie-dye merch to help fund early cancer screenings. So people can look and feel great at the same time? Absolutely. Hey, did you hear about the explosion that took out that plaid factory? I just heard. What a great news day. This has been News at Night with me, Kurt Bite. Wow. They're all united over their hatred of plaid. <laughs> yeah. Somebody needs to speak up for plaid. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, such a good news program. I would tune in every night for the latest tie-dye news. All right, Elsa. What stood out to you about Adron and Sam's micro-rounds? Well, I really liked, um, for the tie-dye, how they all kind of bonded together Mm -hmm. over their love of environmental (laughs) tie-dye. And then um, for friendship bracelets, I found it really funny that the announcer was just kind of (laughs) there. And I found it really amusing. I really did. I know. I kind of want that announcer to come with me just to, like, announce what I'm doing in my life. It would make it all feel I know. very exciting. I know. And, and now Molly is uh, picking up her laundry. Mm. It looks like she got it dry cleaned and permanent pressed. Yes. Uh, this is clearly a sign that she's going somewhere very fancy this weekend. 
I love it. All right, Elsa, it's time to award a point. The criteria, again, are completely up to you and completely subjective. Did someone make a news program you'd like to tune into night after night? Someone make you laugh? Did someone make you think? It's up to you. Have you made your decision? Yes. Wonderful. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy (laughs) sneak attack. This is our improvised round, where debaters have to respond to a challenge on the spot. Today's sneak attack is called Rhyme on Time. Each debater will give us a rhyming couplet about why their side is awesome. A couplet is a short poem with two lines that rhyme. Like, for example, In a bowl a delight that's sure to please, curdled goodness, the magic of cottage cheese. Yeah, we all love cottage cheese. Your (laughs) opponent will respond with a couplet about their side, and you're going to go back and forth three times. Aron, you're up first. Let's hear your first rhyme for tie-dye that will make your performance soar sky high. All right. Uh, I want to point out that this is essentially just asking me to freestyle, which I'm totally okay with, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Today's tie-dye takes time, togetherness, Ta-da! <laughs> Tomorrow's friendship bracelets take hair, snot, and blah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Sam, it's your turn. Let's hear you rhyme on time for friendship bracelets in their prime. You don't use nose hair for a bracelet for your hand. That's the <laughs> silliest thing I've heard in all the lands. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, out own your turn. Tina told tie dye. <laughs> Tank tops. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm I'm committing to this. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I believe in you. Tina I believe told tie dye. Tank tops. Trolleys. <laughs> crop tops. Now I don't Frankie, believe you. Frankie. Frankie. <laughs> Frankie forbade friendship bracelets. Uh, All good. No flops. <laughs> more, more free verse. Yeah. I mean, couplet, but that's fine. Okay, Sam, it's your turn. Bracelets becoming bounce about my wrist. Boy, beads bake. Bake. <laughs> Brown isn't. <laughs> I think we've both learned in that last round that alliteration is not <laughs> yeah, poetry's friend. It's not the solution. Okay. It's the rhyming that's getting me. Okay. Uh, on oh, last couplet, okay. please. Friendship bracelets bore babies. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh. Tie-dye shirts fight rabies. Oh! <laughs> I was really wondering where that was going, yeah. and you, you landed it. Okay. Rabies and babies. What a, <laughs> what a duo. Oh, okay, Sam, your final couplet, please, for friendship bracelets. Tie-dye shirts are a swirl like the sky above, but friendship bracelets are a true sign of love. Okay, oh. nicely done, both mm. of you. Such variety in those couplets. Yeah. So creative. We really peaked at the front end. <laughs> <laughs> we, we peaked our, our, about 20 yeah, we, ago. yeah, we were good and then bad and then pretty good, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Elsa, it is time to award another point. Have you made your decision? Yes. 
Wonderful. Then it's time for our final round. The final six. In this round, each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Sam, let's hear your six words for this tight-knit skill. Taylor's version is a friendship bracelet. (laughs) Nicely done. Okay, Adron, it's your turn. Give us your colorful words for this swirly craft. Absolutely. Uh, A point of order, though, I want to make this clear. Tie-dye is actually hyphenated, (laughs) so it's one word. Okay, good to know. Good to know. That is important. Put that in mind. My guy, tie-dye, so super fly. (laughs) (laughs) Now you can rhyme Uh, it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Okay, Elsa, it is time to award a final point for this final six. It's a tough one, I know, but we trust your astute judgment. Just... Just to be clear, one side wants you to look nice, and the other side wants you to cut off your hair and give it to strangers. Which is really weird that Aron wants you to do that, because no one asked. Elsa, have you made your decision? I have. Wonderful. Please add up the points, tally them up. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom Best? I am. Drum roll, please. And the winner is... Friendship bracelets. Elsa, was there a moment that really decided it for friendship bracelets? I think the Declaration of Greatness was really Mm. good for friendship bracelets. Mm -hmm. Was it a close debate, though? It seemed like you were having trouble. It was very close. You both did really well. Really Excellent work, both of you. Aron, I had a really great time following Charlie around the world, learning about tie-dye in other countries. Sam, what can I say? You absolutely crushed it. You were so fantastic. It's such a kind uh, affirmation of feelings. Also, I didn't know you could make a friendship bracelet out of anything. And I absolutely adored your micro round. The idea of coming to the wrong Wrigley Field is just classic. It is very funny. And, you know, I think we can all agree tie-dye and friendship bracelets go great together. Yeah, you could yeah. tie-dye a friendship bracelet. Oh, hell oh, man. Oh. That's it for today's debate battle. Elsa crowned friendship bracelets the Smash Boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Anna Weggle, and Aron Waldesalasi. That's me! <laughs> <laughs> we had engineering help from Josh Savageau with sound design by Anna Weggle. Our editors were Shayla Farzan and Sandin Totten. And we had production help from Rosie DuPont, Anna Goldfield, Ruby Guthrie, Mark Sanchez, and Nico Gonzalez-Whistler. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shafford, and Joanne Griffith. Our announcer is Marley Feuerwerker Otto, and we want to give a special thanks to Austin Cross and Taylor Kaufman. Adron, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to today? Um, I want to give a special shout-out to my mom and our fantastic producer, Anna, and Sam, because you did such a great job today, bud. Awesome. Sam, how about you? Any special shout-outs? Yeah, I want to give a shout-out to my sister, Melissa, for being on the show, and to her two wonderful children, Calvin and Casper. Hey, guys. And Aram, a shout-out to you. Such a gent. Thank you. Y'all, I'm feeling friendship right now. This is beautiful. (laughs) Elsa, do you want to give any special thanks today? I'd like to give a shout-out to my parents, most of all, and all of my friends, 
and of course, the Smash Boom Best team who put this all together. Oh, Elsa, it's such a joy to have you back. Before we go, let's check in and see who Chapman thinks should win the Halloween versus Easter debate. I think Halloween should win because you get more candy. If you're between the ages of 13 and 18 and you'd like to be a judge, or if you're any age and you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate, head to smashboom.org slash contact and drop us a line. And make sure to subscribe to Brains on Universe on YouTube, where you can watch animated versions of some of your favorite episodes. We'll be back with a new Smash Boom Best Debate Battle next week. Ta-ta! Took the nose here and ran. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that was very unforgettable. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever forget that. <laughs>